0: Hey guys, today on this episode, we're going to be talking about your rituals specifically in the month of December when it is crazy. So if you're needing to jot down a ritual specifically for this month, you can download a free workbook to do that at fullfocusplanner.com slash downloads, and you're going to be looking for the build your own ritual kit. I don't know if there's anything that says you've gone into middle age when you are basically <laughs> trying to get all of your December things done in October. But that's where I'm at, friends. I am like the kids' pajamas, the the lights for the house. All of that got ordered in October this year. That's how we're rolling because Smart. of what we're talking about today. There just is too much to be done in the month of December. And so one of the ways I chose to tackle it was, well, we're just going to pretend it's holiday season for three months and try to spread this thing out a little bit.
1: That's that's the way to go. You stretch it out, start earlier, and then you get to enjoy the holiday season longer. And it might have an intense period toward the end, but at least yes. you enjoy the other two months.
0: Every Everybody, this is really important what I'm about to say, Okay. Nick, this is probably what you're about to bring up. Oh you God. have to have basically a no buy December, like B U Y, no buying in December. Because what happens is if you start buying all the things in October, you never actually stop. And then you just spend like astronomically more on gifts mm. than you would have. And so you've got to be like, okay, I'm going to get everything done by December 1st. And then December is like, I'm not buying any gifts. You gotta kind of shut the door. Otherwise, your children are gonna wake up, they're gonna be like, this is the greatest Christmas of all time because my parents have been buying gifts for six months and never, never put the lights <laughs>
1: on. Or you forget the gifts you bought and they're still in the closet True. Christmas morning.
2: True. I am team. Christmas starts after Thanksgiving dinner hard. Like it's we don't roll into Christmas. We don't, but we you get Thanksgiving and then once dinner is over, it's like Charlie Brown's on television. It's whatever. The tree might even go up on Thanksgiving night, maybe, usually Black Friday. I did make the mistake of buying a, uh, a fake tree thinking it was more environmentally sound because that's what I thought. But it turns out, fun fact, it is not. But at this point, if I don't use it, <laughs> then I've really wasted it. So now I've got to use it for a while. And I actually like fake trees. I know that's controversial. but uh, So, Blake, I am a I am a Black Friday tree person. What about you? I would say that the Venn diagram of people who are rigid about when Christmas starts and also don't buy real trees, I think that you're in a small little niche there. I, I think that's this little micro niche where it's <laughs> like, is Christmas is about this time and this is the way. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Just throw some crap up there. Just fake. It's fine. Um, sorry, your fake tree is not crap. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, I'm am I saying that I'm better than you because I only get real trees? Yes, of course, but that's not the point of this podcast Mm. episode. Uh, No, I'm just kidding, Nick. It's Actually, I feel, just to be honest, I feel like the most out of non, I'm the least productive person on the internet right now, apparently, because I've never done any Christmas things before (laughs) Thanksgiving. Like, not because I feel vigilant about it, but because y'all are just way more uh, together and forward thinking. I think I need to add that to my quarterly preview. Uh, next October, apparently, and and just do it alongside Courtney. I've done actually a fourth quarter quarterly preview. I'm remembering now alongside Courtney, she had all her goals for the following year already scripted, and it was 15 minutes into October. So, I, I have a lot to learn from you guys, and maybe you can help me learn in this episode because, and and yes, audience, you're you're correct. I'm I'm transitioning here. This episode's all about how busy how kind of nutty this holiday season can be, and I've got a lot to learn from these folks here because what they've done is made some arrangements so that it's a little bit more manageable, but even in the midst of that, there's a lot. There's a lot more happening in our lives uh, with the holiday season, with kids being off school, with gatherings, with buying, with parties, with just work. You're in the fourth quarter. There's a lot there, and it can feel overwhelming which is, of course, the exact opposite of what this season should be about, right? We should be in this place of, ah, oh, wow, I feel grateful. I feel connected to the people around me and connected to the communities I'm a part of and, and all of that, right? So, I'm excited to dig in to this topic today is all I'm
3: saying.
1: Welcome to another great episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you all.
0: Happy Monday. You didn't say your thing, Blake, and I feel like we can't start until you do it. The cult falling will not have it.
1: My thing?
2: (laughs) My thing?
0: Yeah, you always say "Happy Monday" unto you. Oh, I do. <laughs> that's...
2: that's the morning oh, yeah. blessing, the it's Monday like blessing, this. and, and a, Yes. Well, Happy Monday unto you, verbs, and also unto you, Courtney, and also unto you and yours, Nick, and a Happy Monday unto me, a Happy Monday unto everyone. Now it's ruined. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it really never. I was trying to do a Tiny Tim, you know, some some kind mm. of. Connection there, whatever. Seasonal.
0: So, we have already talked uh, just quickly about some strategies that we're all, you know, employing to try to make December work better in our lives. But today, we want to give you a single strategy that you can try to hopefully simplify the holiday season. And that strategy is to just simplify your rituals. We we actually do advise people to do this a lot of times when they travel a lot. You know, if you travel for work or you have maybe you have a work trip once a quarter or something like that, you may want to have a separate set of rituals for travel days or days when you're at a hotel. What would those look like? This is the same kind of strategy, basically having a second set of rituals during the holiday season. Uh, have either of you ever deployed this or tried this strategy?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's from a lot of experience of just tossing the ritual. A great example yeah. is the workday shutdown. Oh, I have this special thing tonight or this week's busier because, or we are in the fourth quarter, so I need to put in a little extra time at the office, right? And then whoop, out the window goes that routine, that ritual, And it may not catch up to me the very next day, and maybe not the day after that, but a few days of missing that ritual that I had installed to regulate my work and my life and my mental, emotional states, things get wonky, and then I get crabby, and then people go, hey, Scrooge, what gives? Uh, And then I say bah humbug, I get into character, it's this whole thing, I have to dress different, so yes is the short answer I I I've learned to to experiment with this Courtney but only by hitting my head against the the wall a lot of times just kind of with a all or nothing mentality about a ritual.
1: Yeah, I think this is one of those instances where you can either crush the rock or allow the rock to crush you. Especially with the busyness of, of uh The last month of the year, as Blake mentioned, there's just something that has to give. Something has to be amended, shortened. But it's also to keep in mind what is going to be the most essential things that are that can't that have to stay. They can't go anywhere and figuring out how to adjust from there, because going into the holiday season, thinking that everything can be the same length or amount of time that you would normally do it. I think we're kind of setting ourselves up for for a hard fall. No pun.
0: Well, and I think the the key here really is just to be honest with what your constraints are, you know, yeah. look at what is on the table, what you're going to need to do, what you're going to need to accomplish. Maybe you haven't done all of your shopping in October, you know, maybe you're going to have to buy a lot of gifts and that's going to take some time, you know, out tackling going to the malls. Do people still go to malls? Uh, great question. Um, It may be that you're going to have to, like Blake said, you're going to have to be at the office later than you normally are, or you've just got a lot of events at night, you know, and you're not going to be able to do your normal nighttime ritual the way that you normally would. So once you've kind of established, hey, what are the actual constraints that I'm going to have this month? Once you have that, you can just ask yourself, what can I cut? And this is somewhere you have permission, you have my permission uh, to be brutal here and really ask, like, what is the bare minimum? What is absolutely essential for getting, you know, the results that I want with the constraints that I have?
2: So, for example, if you have a morning ritual and ideally, uh, you are getting up at a certain time, you're reading you're doing some yoga or that sort of thing and your ritual ideally like my morning ritual ideally is about 90 minutes i love the mornings it's a it's that t- <laughs> it's that time where everyone else is quiet or asleep and and so that's really important to me and yet in this season one question that i would ask is okay if i only had 20 minutes 15 minutes or, or 30 minutes, what is the version of this? What would I cut? What would I, what would I do if I only had that much time? Because there will be mornings where you probably do only have that much time. And then temptation, I don't know if you guys have done this, when I look at the clock and I go, oh, I have this extra thing or this changed, rather than using the limited amount of time I have, I can actually squander it, which seems backwards, right? Like, Mm -hmm. But my thinking maybe is that all or nothing mentality. So I think if in advance you can go, okay, what would be the 20-minute version of this where you look at the elements of your ritual? So And you can do this with morning ritual, really any ritual. But you look at what are these activities and the time with the activities actually represent? What's the need that they're meeting? And then Mm -hmm. see, okay, how can I replace that? Either in a different way, uh, like – I, I do this once a week instead of every day type of thing. Or uh, like in the morning ritual, maybe part of it is, hey, I I do this, you know, I go to the gym because I that's my time to exercise. Well, going to and from the gym, that's going to take a total of, you know, 20, 25 minutes depending on where your gym is at. And then you do the whole thing like, okay, could we change this workout regimen or have a version of that that's a... I don't have very much time where you simply just go for a jog around your block and the whole thing takes 10 minutes instead of the whole thing taking 45 minutes.
0: I think that's such a great example of normally you like the default would be like, I just can't move my body. In the Mm -hmm. morning, like I can't work out, period. But like, probably what you're actually trying to accomplish is like, I need to move my body in the morning. Like, I know I feel great when I do. And there's a scaled down version that still accomplishes, again, not maybe not the ideal, but still doesn't just completely throw that out the window.
2: Yeah. Or similarly, with the workday startup ritual, maybe there's a certain level of organization or a certain level of Uh, things you do in your workday startup or workday shutdown that really cue you up for an ideal day or to end your day ideally. And I would look at what you currently have written in your ritual and just write down, the reason I'm doing this is because, you know, if you're having trouble just automatically think of it, just write it out. Oh, I'm doing this because X. And then ask yourself, well, if time were limited and I had to still do that, what, what could I cut? What could I shrink down? Or what could I batch into a totally different time of of the day or the week? So making it a weekly activity versus, you know, every day or something like that. Get creative with it. it it's going to be helpful to do this ahead of time. I think maybe the biggest benefit you guys of, and I'm preaching to myself here because this is, as I admitted earlier, this is something that I I struggle with, but I think what I really struggle with is... There's a domino effect of feeling like my day is running me rather than I'm running my day to use, you know, verbs analogy of like, you can crush the rock or, you know, kind of let it crush you is just by the mentality or the emotions of my life is so busy and I'm just trying to keep up. That has a domino effect on every other part of your day and and an effect of your productivity and your creativity and your overall effectiveness at every thing you're trying to do at work or even in your personal life. So I think the power of simplifying your rituals is yes, you will get to take care of yourself and take care of things in a more effective manner. But the bigger leverage is probably at the emotional level of that sense of yes, things are busier than normal, but I have a plan. I'm still in charge. And there's going to be a positive domino effect in other areas of your life because of that choice.
0: Okay, so I have Jim Kelly here today, who I think is just a pro when it comes to all things full focus and a really creative mind when it comes to creative ways to solve problems, look at things differently, find hacks along the way in our productivity. One of the most productive people I know, and so I'm excited to have him kind of share some of his hacks. And I think we're going to kind of talk through some of these together and kind of do a live uh, on-air thinking session about some of these hacks. So, Jim, welcome to the show.
4: Courtney, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And I'm excited. This is like one of my favorite topics to talk about, just hacks and optimizing life. And uh, we used to have, we don't do it anymore between the executive assistants on our team, but we used to share a win. What are are we winning for the past week? What's a struggle that we've had for the past week? And what's one hack? And that was my favorite part of the sharing that we did each week because I would try to come up with a new hack. And um, so this this gets my juices flowing. So I'm excited about this.
0: I love it. So how many hacks do you have, Jim?
4: I have a lot. Uh, I think I narrowed it down to like 10. So we'll, we'll okay, get to uh, as okay, many as great. we can. <laughs> can, we do
0: this? can we do this like Jay Leno style top 10? I, all of a sudden, I'm well, having a moment like, was it Jay David Leno Letterman. top 10? I'm so okay. I, I am so sorry to all my fellow elder millennials um, and Gen Xers. Uh, David Letterman top 10 style. And we start with number 10.
4: Well, I'll start with, if we could do it, not David Letterman style. The first few that I have are more context. I'm going to give you some more oh, context okay. behind it. yes. And then, then I could do rapid fire. So we could do like Brene Brown kind of like start out with the juice and then she does rapid fire at the
0: end Okay, you know, of okay, I like it, okay.
4: So the first one, part of my starter ritual in the morning uh, is mm-hmm. that I have all of my apps arranged in a morning ritual folder. So the way that I have my, uh, I wake up and I have, and I'll just name these apps. And these are the apps that I use to wake up in the morning. So the first one is Othership. It's a breathwork app. It's amazing. It's the best breathwork app that I've found out there. So it's Othership. Then I go into, I've been using this new app. It's called Glorify. It's kind of like a Bible app. Uh, I've also used YouVersion in the past. And then I have Aura, A-U-R-A. It's a meditation, kind of cognitive behavioral therapy type of app that I listen to. Um, the Tapping Solution, which is like emotional freedom technique. It's, it's kind of woo-woo, but it's amazing in terms of getting energy up or down. Like It could relax you. Um, I, I strongly encourage people to check it out if they've ever heard of tapping. It's amazing. Um, I, I, I read my eulogy. So I have my kind of life plan eulogy. So I I read that and then I do my journal and I use day one for that. And I I answer three questions. What am I grateful for today? What's my big three for the day? And how can I love Suzanne, Grayson, and Harper today? So I answer those three questions. And that's how I have it arranged as a folder on my iPhone. And it takes takes the guesswork out of what I'm gonna do in the morning and it gets me started. It primes me to be my best self throughout the day. So then I could jump into whatever I need to do, whether it's taking care of the kids or work out or um so that's a, a small hack that I've I've used.
0: I love that idea. And I feel like people in the full focus community are gonna love that one. Um you yeah, I just to add there are some things that I thought of when you were saying that is yeah, if you work out, if you have a certain app that you're using mm-hmm. to work out with and um, if you do some kind of morning ritual timer, you know, where you started and it goes, yeah. you could put that in your folder. I mm-hmm. love this idea. Really great hack, Jim.
2: Jim, how long does it take to do all of that?
4: Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I, I asked uh, I told my wife these hacks uh, the other day and she was like, that sounds like really intense. She's like, that's like six <laughs> apps that you. So, yeah. I mean, it might not work for everyone. Um, so that takes me. Um like thirty-five minutes. So that takes me like thirty-five minutes.
2: Where do you do this?
4: I do it actually in my bed. So yeah. I, I've I've gone back and forth. So the way that we we have two little ones, three and one. So um I get up before the kids. I usually get up at like five fifteen. I have a tall glass of water and then I do this. And from five seventeen to around five fifty or so, I do this then the kids get up daylight savings time is messing with them. So they're getting up around 6am, hang out with them for like two hours. And then at 8am I'll, uh, I'll work out. So, but I, I've done, I've done it where I work out before the kids wake up. And then I do this kind of routine This like, cause this really gets me in the right mindset, the right head game. Whereas, um, I, I work out and that gets me in the right headspace as well but it's just two different two different things I'm trying to engage in before I start my work day.
0: Jim, I would like to on behalf of all the listening audience that is thinking what I'm thinking right now, which is your mental fortitude to be able to sit in a bed at 5:15 in the morning <laughs> and not go back to sleep is Cause I would like to raise my hand that I would be like one meditation in and be like, and that was awesome. I'm going back to sleep.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I
3: put me to sleep.
4: <laughs> yeah. I've never fallen asleep. There was one day that I was about to fall asleep, but then I, I came to it. But my, my wife, Suzanne is the same way. She said, how do you get back in bed after, you know, being asleep yeah. and then go and do it, doing the meditation and stuff. I'm like, nah, just I'm a morning person. And I, And I know how beneficial it is to me if I have that set up for the day. So it's, it's motivational for me to do it.
0: Well, Jim, we are like two hacks in super rich hacks. We were going to shoot for 10. I think the (laughs) like solution here is we're just going to have to have you back. So why don't you give us one more quick one and then let's get you scheduled back uh, to come join us again.
4: Sounds great. All right. This last one will be quick. Um, This is just a, it's a plugin for those that use Gmail or Outlook, and it's called Boomerang for Gmail or Boomerang for Outlook. And like five years ago, six years ago, I remember Boomerang as kind of like the send later app that you could use or the plugin that you Mm -hmm. could use or the extension that you could use. The one thing that they've added that I love about it is that you could pause the inbox So if you want to work within your email, but you don't want emails coming in while you're working within the email, you could actually pause the email. And then it goes to the separate folder that you don't see until you unpause it. And then you could work for the emails that have come in. And this is so beneficial for those that get easily distracted by incoming emails and work within your email. Yeah, um, you could pause your email. So boomerang for Gmail or boomerang for Outlook is a huge hack that I use.
0: I love that idea. I think that's you know we talk about the never ending to do list a lot, but the never ending email list is probably also mm-hmm. applicable. Like it just keeps coming in as fast as you can actually get some things done. Yeah. And I would think especially. People that not just our own, but if you work with somebody else's email, it's like double that. That it gives you a little bit a sense of accomplishment if you can pause it and actually see that inbox. You know, exactly. maybe even get to zero, exactly. and then unleash the news. Yeah. <laughs> emails. that's awesome, Jim. It was so great to have you today. Thanks for coming and sharing your hacks. I you always you have such a great mind for thinking about these things um, and really creative new ways to increase productivity. So thank you. And we'll see you in a few weeks again.
4: Sounds great. Thank you for having me, Courtney.
0: If we say it on the podcast, you have to do it. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Jim.
1: (laughs) So now that the holidays are upon us, today would be a great day to take a few minutes and look at your morning and evening rituals and think about how you can simplify those so they can serve you best during this holiday season.
0: So if you want to take some time to write those out and kind of simplify your rituals, we have a free download for you. You can do that at fullfocusplanner.com slash downloads. And you're going to look for the build your own ritual kit. And that's going to allow you to kind of draft out what your rituals could look like during the month of December.
1: Thanks for joining us on Focus on This.
0: This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends and don't forget to join us over in the full Focus Planner community on Facebook. We'll be back next Monday with another great, <laughs> almost said message, <laughs> another great message for you. We'll be back next Monday with another great episode. Until then, stay focused. Stay focused.
1: focused. Hey, wait for us. Yay.
2: (laughs) That's what I thought too. Until then, stay focused. All right. I just just knew (laughs) she was
3: like, let me get this done. Stay (laughs) flipping focused.